Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 3, Episode 19. It's July, which means it's my birthday month. And yes, my birthday already passed, but that doesn't matter. It's still my birthday month. And for my birthday month, we are doing a very special series all month long here on the podcast. I would like to welcome you to Dyslexics Decades Park. What is Dyslexics Decade Park? Well, it's an imaginary theme park concept that my friends and I will, will, will be building all month long on the podcast. Each week, we'll be designing an area of the park themed to a decade, from the 1970s to the 2000s. Each area will have attractions, dining, entertainment, and fun throwbacks for all to enjoy. So take a walk with us and enjoy Dyslexics Decade Park. This week, we are focusing on our 1980s-themed area of the park. Joining me to help build this section of the park is from in the three in the Queen's Throne Room podcast, dyslexic cast member and audio converter. It's Timmy. Hello and welcome back, Timmy. Hello. I'm so happy to be back. I am ready for these crazy crazy 80s. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to have you back. Thank you for joining. Of course, of course. I'm always it's a pleasure to have me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, podcast done. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, j- just going back to my throne room. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can hear, we have somebody else joining us. So, also joining us for his second appearance on the podcast, it's a very special guest, Christian. Welcome back, Christian. Hi, hi. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you? It's great to be here. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for joining. I'm so excited to have you back. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. So let's get started on this totally rad section of our park. I know, I know, I know. Just let me have my white moment, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) it's really unfortunate for me. (laughs) Um, But we're going to start off our 1980s section with our ride concepts that we came up with. And Timmy, we're going to begin with you. Timmy, tell us your ride concepts for our uh, new 1980s section of the park. Okay, so I'm going to start with what I know best, which if you know me, if you follow me on Twitter or anything, um, if you... Have me, if you've listened to me on here or my own podcast, you know that I'm a huge horror fan. Everything horror is my thing. And there, an 80s was a time for horror. And there was one king indisputably in horror. And that is the king of your nightmares. And that is Freddy Krueger. So I thought we need a goddamn Freddy Krueger attraction. And we need it to be the bossiest, badass, iconic, stunning, everything. We need it to be balls to the fucking wall. Amazing. So, Amen. I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. So I <laughs> wanted this attraction to, so I kind of was like, okay, how can you make this like really, really cool? So immediately my mind goes to probably like my favorite horror related attraction. Um, and I'm sure some people are gonna are gonna um, come for me for this, but the mummy, um, it is immaculate. So I want that ride system. Um, but I want it to kind of be a ride where it showcases Freddy, but also um, 
it's kind of one of those attractions where like think like Mystic Manor where like, oh, you're going on a tour like to see like this museum and stuff, which is like how the mummy is, except this would be like showcasing Freddy. And then all of a sudden he comes to life and is like you basically like the sequence of like you're you've kind of fallen asleep. He's kind of like put you to sleep on the attraction and now he's like invaded it. But like you still get to see like his best moments like welcome to prime time bitch like that has to be in there oh yeah not care <laughs> i will i do not care like i want that moment i want my i i want um uh the moment from freddy uh freddy's revenge um you you've got the body i've got the brain moment yes. i want that in there I want my gay rights. I want New Nightmare because that's my favorite one. And I think Freddy is absolutely fucking terrifying in that. I want all of it, but I want like kind of warped into like this dream reality type of um, scenario. And so like it kind of like fits like the whole like high speed like attraction with launches and stuff. But we also get like beautiful sets um, from the Nightmare movie since like there's so much to work with there. Um, so that was my first idea. So I. I really wanted to um, put him in there because I think him and, um, oh my god, oh my god, someone's gonna kill me. I forget the actor's name. Shit. Oh, Robert England? Robert England, thank you. England? Yeah, Robert, Robert England. England. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Oh my god, I was like, <laughs> I, I had like the biggest, probably because my sister just texted me and I was like distracted. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I just felt he had to be in here. Um, but for my second attraction, um, I decided to go with a flat ride, um, because like, I, I don't know, maybe it was like Scott's impact for having me on an episode where I had to create a whole flat ride, even though I lost. And so this is like my redemption, but <laughs> I, I want one of my favorite flat rides. I think is just so much fun. No matter how you do it is the scrambler. Like you, you can't go oh, wrong yeah. with a scrambler. It's mm -hmm. so much fun. And my favorite version of them is the ones that are in like the dark. So I thought we mm. could amp that up and bring it into the 20th century, but also keep it 80s. And I feel like that's like a very 80s vibe with like the kind of like um, Astrodome with um, the lasers and everything going mm -hmm. off. It is, so, it so is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with this attraction, what you would do, so it's um, a scrambler attraction themed to the 80s one hit wonders because what's more 80s than one hit wonders? Oh like, my on. goodness. Oh my yeah. God. Come on. Get, give me give me some it's raining men give me some safety dance safety um dance give me, for sure. yes uh -huh. so so what um you would do is it um before you go on the ride since it's kind of dj'd i guess um very like much kind of like in the style of um rip ride rocket except without the headache and the potential uh and the awful seat belts um oh, is yeah. that <laughs> conversation for another day um mm -hmm. but um is they would kind of have this pre-show where everyone would get to vote on which song or songs so like kind of like um with a uh, mission breakout uh type of deal sometimes you like or um no i mean rock and roller coaster rock and roller coaster sometimes you'll get two songs um when you're on the ride um but with this you would get to vote on which song you want to hear when you're on the scrambler and it would play like throughout and kind of maybe have like uh like a mix to it type of deal and it would also change like what um lighting effects would be going off maybe like some other effects and so that would be kind of how the ride would go is that it would be just very 
very 80s like kind of looking um scrambler so i think we would get like some like art deco um like think think um oh my god what were those like cups that had like it was like kind of like a turquoise like i i guess oh. like sponge mark and then there was like um I think yeah. it was like a Z. You know what I'm oh, talking like about. Like the purple and blue kind of cut? Yes. 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 Oh my gosh. Exactly. Those, yeah. those exactly. That I grew up funny. with those, which those might be more kind of 90s, but I feel like they carried over from the 80s. They um, really did, yeah. 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 <laughs> so that would be kind of the style of like the, the attraction would kind of like go with that type of vibe. But then like That'd the lights so would go off and it would just be like, uh, it would just be a club and like you would be just like, um, the riot, like the the scrambler was sorry. I'd be like, oh, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind, and like everyone just like would, it would just be turn. And so that's my second idea. I just think that would be a party. So you get, um, one '80s icon, and then you just get something that's like kind of quintessentially '80s. So those would be my two attractions. Oh, that would be so much fun. I love that. I have a quick yeah. question. Yes. What if if you were to name those? And you can tell us later, but like, what if 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 I were to ask you to name those, what what would you think you might call those attractions? Um. Oh my god. Because I I remember when I I brought them up um on here before. Uh, I, they're so common for me. Like I I live in New England, New Hampshire, so like I'm near uh, Camby Lake Park, Funtown Splashtown, USA, and then uh, Six Flags New England, and both Funtown and Canopy have a th this type of attraction. And so it's so shocking to me when people have never heard of these types of scramblers where like you go inside this big dome and they all look the same and they're like really kind of cool looking and kind always kind of hidden within the park. Mm -hmm. And I, I I always like the first one I ever did, it was called Psychodrome. And then I've done other ones like called like Astrodrome, like this, uh, I guess like the Scrambler's Rome type of attraction. I guess that's what you would call it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of like a name for it. And I feel like. I mean, there, there's nothing like different about it from like, because it, it, it's like when you walk in with the lights on because you have to find like your your seat on the scrambler otherwise like you wouldn't be able to see shit um and it'd be like really dangerous safety begins with me um even though this is not disney but um <laughs> first key darlings the um key, yes it is the key um and so like it, it's just like a normal scrambler just like plopped in this room that kind of has like like these screens like kind of like an omni um on uh, not omni over um Omni theater oh, like types. Yes, Type, exactly. Yeah, yeah oh, that, that's amazing. what it is. And and so like when uh -huh. they turn the lights off, they can just like project things on them. And then they, they can have like a disco ball going and it's kind of reflected and it just like has such a cool vibe. And it, it's just, it feels very 80s to me and like feels like it's like a time capsule in and of itself. So like, let's make it more 80s. <laughs> I feel it's like a fun name for it would be like flashback. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Grant, Grant, I always think of um those coasters that like lift you up and like then drop you into like two loops and then like you're facing downward and then mm. they drop you to do it over again. You know those types of coasters? Yeah, mm -hmm. boomerangs. 
Yeah, I, I call them flashbacks because the first one I ever saw was flashback at Six Flags New England. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like, it's like the first attraction, just like, so this is, I mean, Grant, I'm not going around calling every indoor roller coaster a space mountain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just imagine totally the overlay weird. for that, like, thriller for Halloween. <gasps> I, yes. I you know what I mean? So that would be this project. Oh my God. Like and the amount all... of horror movies you could do, like for each decade for like a Halloween event, would be so much fun. Yes. Also, horror songs like um, "I Ran" by the Seagulls, or um, oh, I'm thinking of another one. Um, somebody's what's watching me. What's yes, yeah. watching me? Yes. That would be sick. I, love it. I feel like your Freddy coaster. I feel like a fun name for it would be like Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy's Freakout. Ooh. Oh, or like, um, and because we've had Dream Warriors, then the house at HHN during HHN 17 was Dream Walkers. So maybe mm -hmm. like Dream Hyperdrive or something like that. <laughs> Dream Riders. <gasps> yes. Oh, there you go. Nightmare on Elm Street Dream Riders. Dream Riders. That is the name of our, in, of our horror themed indoor coaster at our park. Also, it won't be the last time you'll hear horror on my thing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I had to. <laughs> She's a spooky gal. Yep, no, it's is. like the birth of slasher films, though. Was that? Yeah, decade. it is. Yep. Like when you think 80s, you think 80s horror films. So you it think, totally makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's there's other 80s horror that like I love that isn't slashers. Um. But like it, it really like the the genre. I, I could go on and on about this. We don't. We might not want to do this, but <laughs> it it really it it like gave birth to what the genre is we know as today. Because before it was very much like kind of secluded to like certain types of films. Like it was very haunted house based. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. end of the seventies, Michael Myers showed up and changed the game. And next thing we know, we get like. Um, we get more kind of like kooky horror. We get more horror comedies. We get more, um, a lot of vampires because we got like Salem's Lot and the Lost Boys and Frank oh, yeah, Knight. So Boys. I, I, I was, I was trying to figure out how to put them in here, but they're not in here, sadly. I'm, <laughs> and I, I didn't have time to think. <laughs> they'll, they'll be there for the Halloween event. Oh, God. <laughs> Michael, listen, those. listen, <laughs> <laughs> Michael okay. and David, that's a sandwich I want to be in the middle of <laughs> <laughs> Eiffel Tower, the whole shebang. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Scott's like Brand. soft family podcast, <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> France is so cute. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. I almost spit out my water. Um. <laughs> I can't. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Okay, so Christian, we're gonna London move Bridge. You. We're gonna go down. Uh-huh. Unlike <gasps> Batman on Catwoman. <laughs> oh my god. I can't, oh my god. Anyways, we need to move on. Okay. <laughs> Christian, we're gonna head over to you so you can add uh, a couple more attractions to our 80s themed area of the park. Okay, well, mine is, my first one is really inspired, well, it's more of a ripoff of the great movie ride at the Hollywood Studios, and it's 
the great movie ride. Continue, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Going through iconic 80s movies recreated with animatronics, sets, the whole shebang. Uh, you're gonna go through, and it's just be like basically like a copy of that ride. But you're going through Scarface, Goonies, <gasps> um, hell, even the Breakfast Club. I have Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Sorry, I can't Molly Mannequin. Have you guys seen Mannequin? Yes. With Tim Cattrall? I have not. It's iconic. It's it's so good. It's it's a comedy. It's totally eighties, where she's 80s, a mannequin, and it, she you said Kim Cattrall, and I was on board. <laughs> oh, she's amazing in it. I I need I need to so, add to my list. <laughs> yeah, mannequin with Kim Cattrall, and yeah, that would be so. That's kind of my first attraction, um, but my second attraction is kind of based on my life experience in the eighties. <laughs> um. It's going to be called a, um, I have it here as Toy Hunters, a Cabbage Patch Doll Adventure. Oh my and God. Oh my God. Everything. <laughs> it's in the vein of like, it's the same ride system as like Dinosaur or Indiana Jones Adventure. And basically when I was a kid, I really wanted to have a Cabbage Patch Doll in the 80s. And my mother, bless her heart, drove me nonstop from mall to mall trying to find these damn Cabbage Patch dolls because they were really popular and they were hard to find and each one was unique and they they came with like adoption papers and uh, a special name and a birth certificate and it was the must-have toy of like I think 1985, 86 I think so I had one named Chucky growing up. Unfortunate name, but I didn't get to name him. So <laughs> no, yeah, that's a I had... great name. <laughs> yeah, that's a good name. I think mine was Jasper, but whatever. <laughs> Better than Chucky. <laughs> no, I like Chucky. He's iconic. I-, I love Chucky. Oh my god, Chucky was the '80s. Chucky's the '80s. That could be in your great movie ride. Yes, mm-hmm. Child's Play. Child's Play. As he pushes the babysitter out the window. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, anyways, um, so this that is that was um, for you, Aaron. <laughs> the the ride vehicle is going to be a minivan, and you're oh, going oh through. Oh my god! You enter into a gigantic mall, and and you crash into the mall in this minivan, looking for a Cabbage Patch doll, uh, for your kid, or they will hate you forever. <clears throat> this is a multi-million-dollar attraction, e-ticket ride. <laughs> You're dodging oh, my shoppers, God. black market resellers, <laughs> valley girls, all in animatronics. There's projections. Uh, you go through the food courts. You go through uh, Orange Julius and uh, what's it called? The was the hot dog on a stick? I think that was still around in the '80s too. Oh. Um, into the You get scent sprayed at you. You go through hair uh, crimping kiosks and aerobic studios in there trying to find these damn dolls and then you finally spot one at Sears and like in Indiana Jones for I don't know why I don't, I don't know why I was thinking about this but for no reason a giant Rubik's cube comes hurling at you and you have to <laughs> grab the doll before it crushes you no 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 <laughs> will you make it out in time with the doll you, you don't know we don't know 
Oh, and also I added in like um, appearances by like My Little Pony, He-Man, all the big toys, Strawberry Shortcake. Yes. They're all coming at you trying to like get you to buy them. Buy me, buy me. Rainbow oh. Bright, Light Bright, everything. And yes. I oh. love this. Yeah, all based all based on that, on that toy craze. <laughs> this is what Superstar Limo wishes she was. You know, that was originally going to be my ride system, like the dark ride inspired by Superstar Limo. So I'm like, well, I want to do more like Indiana Jones adventure thrill. Add some I more just fun. love that you go through like a hair crimping studio. Yeah, of course. The, like, the, the, the aerobic studio, everything. like the aerobic studio in a mall is like the most 80s thing. It really is. <laughs> but you could totally like do that. it as Superstar Limo style, too. All stylized like that, too. For sure. You could, yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> all I know but is all... I, I need you to, like, dodge a valley girl and she's like, gag me with a spoon. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I have to have that line in there somewhere. Or we can bring this to the 2000s and have Denali saying it got Mick. Gottmik is so LA, even her asshole has a vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I love that. Like <laughs> And that that's definitely something that's like super funny and kitschy and campy, but also like a lot of families could ride. And I think that's great. Yeah. And if you don't get the doll or the toy, your child will hate you and probably have to go to therapy <laughs> and make you pay for it. Come to Dyslexia's Decade Park. Yeah. We have trauma. Oh, I want oh. one so bad. Relatable. Like rat. <laughs> <laughs> oh but gosh, also, the, the, the 80s great movie ride is speaking to my soul as someone who will never be over that attraction being gone. Right? <laughs> so I need it. I need it so bad <laughs> i miss that ride a lot i mean I, I love the mickey and minnie's railway runaway railway it's really fun but i don't know yeah. it was just such a classic attraction that they yeah. could have they could have switched it up they could have changed they it up a bit they could have that's the thing one too that's yeah. the thing that drives me nuts i i hate like harping on it because it, it, i know i'm getting old and people are like to, uh, people are like going to shut off the podcast right now okay whatever I just, it, it just, there was no logical reason why they needed to replace it. Again, Mickey and Minnie's, I luckily got to do it because I was a cast member at the time. So I got to do it in previews. So I have done it with the pre-show um, and everything. And it's funny, I've actually done Rise more times than I've done Mickey and Minnie. Um, but it, it's fun, but it's not great when we ride. It, will, it never will be, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, now you can come to the Dislikes Decade Park, and now you can ride the 80s movie ride. Let's go. I will marathon it like I it. used to mar marathon the great movie ride. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Um, so for Featuring me, Chucky. Made... <laughs> Featuring Chucky. Again, I'm... Aaron, this is for you. My my my, my horror squad, we're, we're all... We're going. <laughs> That's where we're going. Um... So for me, I have three attractions that I would like to put in our, our land or area of the park. Um, the first one is the never-ending story, Falcor's Flight. Ooh. 
I, I love it already. This is yeah. a flight simulator where you ride on the back of Falcor across the islands of Fantastica, soaring over the swamps, deserts, mountains, and even the city to return home. And you get to see the iconic characters. And I, I'm I'm thinking this similar with a similar ride system to um Flight of Passage where you are kind of sitting straddling the ride vehicle and maybe you can still feel it breathe and stuff, but like Yes. But an iconic movie. Um mm-hmm. it's super eighties. It's it's that eighties fantasy movie. And just never ending story just lends itself perfectly to an attraction. But you know, nobody nobody's made that an attraction. But like the whole movie is just like make a ride out of me. It, it's oh, for sure. there. That's that's what I say to my men. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh. right out of me baby <laughs> you do too <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't I'm dead um, that was that was such a cringy move I'm so sorry to the listeners <laughs> I enjoyed it because I'm on my second truly fruit punch <laughs> <laughs> she's feeling she's, so good feeling the, the way the you said that punch. made me think of don't I match the form decor furniture? <laughs> <laughs> um, never ending story. Um. <laughs> yes, never ending story. Popper's Fly is my first attraction. My second attraction is Beetlejuice's Descent to the Underworld. Ooh. <gasps> oh, I'm so glad you did him. I almost did. <laughs> so, this attraction, I did not go with the dark ride that Beetlejuice really works for because like last week throwback to y'all who listened to last week for the 70 section last week we had we ended up with two roller coasters uh, a flat ride and uh a, a shooting dark ride mm. um and like a play area so i Ooh. wanted to do something different where it's not really dark ride based um but still is you know, it, i wanted to give us a different ride system to diversify so in Beetlejuice's Descent to the Underworld, it is a drop tower. And uh, how this drop tower works, it is, it is a theme drop tower, and uh, you start at the very top, similar to the one at um, Something Caverns, which name escapes yes. me. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the Haunted Mind Drop, or whatever, at Something Caverns, which I'm so sorry, I can't think of the park's name. But you start at the top of the tower, and in the top of the tower, you're in the Maitland's house with them, and you are joining them on a trip to the underworld. So what happens? You get in, you're locked in, and you instantly free fall down to the very bottom. There's no right up, you're just straight down. And as you're, uh, you know, once you land in uh, the underworld, you all the lights turn on and you realize you're in the waiting room from the movie, surrounded by all the different characters. Oh, cute. And, yeah, and, there, and there's audios of the Maitlands, like, guiding you through the underworld to get back home since they, uh, you know, had an appointment with Juno. And uh, <laughs> with the, uh, as you're going up, um, you realize that you just travel through multiple different themed levels. And so you get the thrill ride aspect, but you also get kind of a storyline and dark ride with the, the ride back up. So once you leave... I want your numbers called and you leave the um, oh, wow. 
the waiting room. Uh, you're going up the tower and exploring and experiencing different realms of the underworld. So, um, you stop by the Inferno Room. Uh, you, uh, yes. obviously we, we have to have like dancing girls there and Beetlejuice mm-hmm. pushing around. Uh, you go through the kind of distorted hallway of doors um, with multiple <sighs> characters there. And what I'm oh, thinking wow. is on each side, there are different doors that open and there's some kind of fun screen effect um, oh. as you're traveling back up. So, so you, you would ride um, in different seats of the attraction to experience, to experience the different effects um, on this drop tower. Uh, so it has rewritability. Oh, that'd be so cool. uh, Your next one is you'd uh, go to uh, Saturn and you would see the Saturn Sandworm, which I'm thinking kind of like a fun projection um, screen around you um, with with, uh, the head of the Saturn Sandworm eventually popping out of said screen to give you a scare. Oh, I love it. Um, you would travel in the Mantra City and you would see Beetlejuice there and he would do, uh, well, you, um, what he would do is like, you know, the, the iconic scene where he scares the, the Maitlands with whatever his face looks like. Oh, um, right. With his back turned to the screen. Yes. Oh, he, yes. He, he would be like, you want to see something scary? Uh-huh. And, um, you wouldn't see it because that's kind of the joke about that scene is it's so terrifying they couldn't show it so basically as soon as he's like as soon as he pops up and he's like you want to see something scary you're already going into the next room and that's when you hear the sound effect uh, um just to I, kind I, of toy, I'd be like <laughs> um, for the record for the record what he says is what do you think of this yeah that sorry oh is, oh, is that what he says <laughs> that's what he says what I, I I have a lot of Beetlejuice stan friends, um, so I I know that movie. Oh, that's awesome! Very well, very well. Oh yeah, um, Jess, Aaron, this is a shout. This ride is a shout out to you, and happy one year to Scream Queens. Um, Ooh. congratulations, Scream Queens. We love you. They're recording the same time as us. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Miss Argentina, that's in the yes. waiting room, the receptionist. Yes. She better be there. She better be in the. Oh, thing. she's so there. Like all, all the people. She's amazing. In the, in the waiting room, are going to be there yeah. um, with her little accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you end the attraction, um, but where you started now looks different because the deets have now moved in, and you have all of the the lovely um, decorations that is and stuff. Cool. And so you Love actually it. exit as from the Deets home, but you enter into the Maitlands version oh, of the home. That is cool. I love it. And I that am, is a... Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's the second attraction. I think you won with that one, Scott. I have yeah. to say that I am, as I someone who... <laughs> yeah, as <laughs> someone who is sitting here, like counting the days down until HHN opening night, Mm-hmm. Just to go, th- knowing that that's the first house I'm gonna be going through. Um, th- th- this has been decided for like since last year. Um, like this is uh this sounds like amazing. Like Disney Universal, get on this shit. <laughs> right. Im- yeah. Immediately. <laughs> or if somebody just wants to fund um, me and my friends to build a theme park, you can do that as well. What was the that name too? of it again? 
Um, Beetlejuice's Descent to the Underworld. Ooh, I love it. Um, and then I, I did make a last attraction, and as soon as Christian said his, I his second attraction, I instantly thought this is gonna tie into that attraction, Ooh, and uh, we love it basically be yes, and so it's basically gonna be like almost like a mini kind of area in the eighty section, and uh, what I am calling it is the totally tubular toy go round because every part needs a carousel, and we haven't had one yet. And on this, it's a it's a classic carousel, but uh, all the ride vehicles are the toys in the 1980s. So you can ride on My Little Ponies, Transformers, inside of Rubik's Cubes, on Big Wheels, uh, on Pound Puppies, and all these different kinds of 1980s toys that were popular at the time. Um, and uh, as you spin around the carousel, you hear uh, the classic music of the 80s, but in... Uh, kind of like a synth uh, calliope style to really fit the times right. and be really campy. And so I think it'd be really fun to like match that up with your attraction. Um, as basically like, if somebody's too nervous to go on that, they can take a ride on this because they tie into each other. That'd be amazing. That's so cute. And I was and... like, well, we gotta have some kind of family attraction. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, those are my attractions. Okay, now we're going to move on to entertainment. And so we're each going to talk about our entertainment options we came up with for the park. Because you can't have a park without entertainment. Duh. Obviously. Disney thinks so, but that's not true. Um. Bob, Bob Chapek thinks so. Let's yeah. let's be real. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so Timmy, we'll start with you. What is your uh, entertainment offering that you've created? Okay, so... I love me a good kind of review tribute type show. Um, I just think they work so well in theme parks more than anything else because I, mm-hmm. I if you know me, I do not like Finding Nemo the Musical at all. <laughs> um, I just don't. It just does not work for me. Um, I just no. think fundamentally it just, it just, it, it just, it doesn't work. But I love um, Vessel Lion King because I think it just, Mm-hmm. It, it does everything right, whereas like I think there's some fundamental things about buying email that I I just don't vibe with, and there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna come for me, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I I'm used to it at this point. Um, so I was like, okay, what's like something that can have like iconic imagery and kind of moments, but also have a good music with it? And immediately my mind was like John Hughes. So this oh. is a Broadway style review with jo- with songs and scenes from John Hughes movies. So we would be getting some 16 candles in this bitch. Um, the Breakfast Club would obviously have to come back because y- you can't do the 80s with them. Uh, don't you forget about me. Um, I love it. Pink, Weird Science. Um, oh my God, there- there's probably a ton that I'm like forgetting. Um, what Home Alone oh, wow. was the 90s, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it would just be Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. There you go. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. So it just be, be kind of... everything. Yeah. So it'd just be like scenes from those like movies, like Sixteen Candles would be like mm-hmm. the the final scene where they're about like they're act like on her birthday with um Jake Ryan and they're about to like kiss and blow out the candles and stuff. 
Um, Breakfast Club would be the finale because we have to have that one big dance scene that like lives in my mind rent free. Um, Pretty in Pink. <laughs> uh, I'm not. Oh god, I haven't watched Pretty in Pink in so long, but I love it so much. I can't think of a good scene. Weird Science. I have never actually seen it, <laughs> um, which is so bad. But I. But I know there's like something where, where like they're building like the perfect girl. It's probably I know it's kind of like dated I, I, that one, especially. Yeah, I, I know Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. Is he? That's, okay. He he is. Yeah. He, the, oh, which wow. like it's so weird for me because I, Robert Downey Jr. I see as an adult, whereas Anthony Michael Hall is like forever like a teenager to me. Um, because oh like my God, I, you're right. Yeah. Like, the, the oldest I can think of him is Edward Scissorhands, and he's, like, still kind of a teenager in that. He's just mm -hmm. bulky at that point. Like, he, he like, filled out. Um, oh, what, I, I can't think of any other, like, John Hughes movies, but it just, like, it would be, you, you know exactly what it is, but it would um have, like, a lot of live singing, but also kind of, like, performances, um like, dancing, just kind of encapsulating the vibe of his films. Like, I feel like his films kind of dictated the 80s, aesthetic mm -hmm. especially for kids um i, I mean not, not kids teens um so i just thought i i love i love his stuff i love way in the 80s so i, I just think uh, a, a show like that would be lovely i think his movies lend themselves to musicals too like they just kind of naturally oh, absolutely. flow and i'm surprised they have not been made into musicals on broadway have right? they i'm not sure if they have i, I have a, I, I have this feeling that a couple of them have been made to musicals, but nothing with, like, actual critical success. Oh, okay. More like, um, maybe, like, student projects that gained some steam or something like that, but nothing. Mm -hmm. That's too. really shocking. Yeah, I, I, come to think of it, yeah. <clears throat> like, I, I mean, I think they would definitely have to tweak some things, because there's a lot of things that are really, like, not great about these movies. Like, I fell in love with these movies when I was, like, in high school, when I don't know a lot of the things that I know now. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Like, like that people talk about The Breakfast Club all the time with a lot of the stuff in that is very like, um, yeah, like that's not a message we want to send. Um, yeah. That's not okay, <laughs> but apparently it's a joke. Yeah, no, yeah. rape and sexual harassment and stuff mm -hmm. like that, not, not funny, not funny. Um, and like sixteen candles, the same thing. Like that, there's some stuff in there. I I don't. I think Pretty in Pink is like one of the few that actually like make it up. Oh, I just I just thought of the scene for Pretty in Pink. Um, uh, uh, try a uh, try a little tenderness with Ducky in the record uh. shop. That that would be the scene. Um, because I, oh, I love sure. him. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that. There's like things about them that would need to be <clears throat> changed. And obviously, the scenes wouldn't like show any of that stuff. Um, granted, they're like right. little blips. Um, we like obviously we wouldn't have Long Duck Dong from Sixteen Candles, like absolutely not. Um, no. <laughs> no, no, cringe, very cringe. <laughs> um, yeah, mm. uh, but but overall that yeah. concept, like just I don't know, it just Stunning. feels right for the stage. Exactly, and like, I think like, you know. I think that would do amazing in the theme park. Mm-hmm. It would just be fun. It'd be a good time to like relax, chill, and enjoy some John Hughes nostalgia. Just breathe I it love in. It. Huff it all. <laughs> <laughs> um 
And with that, we're going to move over to Christian. Christian, what's your entertainment offering you'd like to add to our area? So, it, again, kind of piggy, piggybacking off of the toys, 80s toys again. This would be basically a water nighttime show, Fantasmic style, but with Care Bears and oh Rainbow Bright and <gasps> yeah. all the good, good characters facing off the villains, like the Smurfs versus Gargamel and... Uh, who was the bad guy in G.I. Joe? I don't remember, but it was all like uh, all the Cobra. villains. Cobra. Yeah, that's yeah. All the villains of those 80s cartoons versus all the good guys of the 80s cartoons into one big nighttime uh spectacular, like Fantastic style. I, love, I don't know what the I, name I, would I, be. I like neon <laughs> lights on Jim and the Holograms. Jim and the Holograms, and, yeah. Oh my god. I love Jam in the Holograms. It's not the movie, not the cartoon, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, not the movie, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Never I seen either. <laughs> it's very 80s. <laughs> I, I want to watch it. I've heard good things. You know what? You know what it is? It's um, So she's a secret. It's kind of like um, the precursor to Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana, yeah. Yeah, because she's a secret oh. pop star. And she has this magical earring that she touches and it transforms her and her into her and her friends into this um pop group and then they say oh and their battle their rival uh their rivals are called the misfits yeah and they're oh my god they would have to be in there too yeah and that's just saying like this day glow like oh yeah it's so rainbow bright flying across the sky oh my gosh my little pony Yes, I would. I think the 80s made me gay. <laughs> I think the 80s made all of us gay. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking true. The, oh my gosh. Uh, the, the Kinsey scale was invented because of the 80s. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I just don't know what it would be called, though. I couldn't come up with a name for it. That's hard. Like, like, it'd be like, like, I'm thinking like Universal, how like Universal has like this, the cinematic (laughs) spectacular, like it would be, it would be, it have to be like something like that. Like that's just like, this is what it is instead of like some cool name, like Fantasmic or something. Yeah. Hasbro-tasmic. How about that? (laughs) I don't know. There we go. (laughs) I feel like that was like the dominant toy, toy company back then or Mattel. Mattel Tasmic. I don't Except know. Except to the plate, I'm Trixie Mattel. <laughs> uh-huh. That would be the intro to the show. Tr- Trixie Mattel introduces the show. <laughs> oh my god. That would be amazing. You walk out and be like, here she, it is. She calls upon the powers of all of Rainbow Bright, My Little Pony, He-Man, the Smurfs, uh, the Snorks, Gem and the Holograms, everybody uh, to, cr- to the fight snork. the forces of evil. <laughs> Of '80s cartoon evil, evilness, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Oh, honey, you ain't Skeletor." Cartoon fantastic. <laughs> Skeletor was such a kind of a bitchy queen, though. She was. She really was. I love all the memes too, where she's just like the one where she like breaks breaks the mirror and just like pieces out or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> oh she's my god. She has her moments. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so for my entertainment offering, uh, I also came up with kind of like a review style show, but not exactly like Timmy's. Um, so mine is called I Want My MTV. And uh, it's a high energy stage show that has live singers and dancers and musicians and Cirque performers um, that perform multiple acts. Uh, kind of similar to the Fest- Festival of the Lion King um, to give a visual for some people. Um, uh, but it's all to the music of the 1980s. So, you know, Madonna, Michael Jackson, Prince, Wham, Whitney. Um, yes. Tiffany, yeah. like everybody. Tiffany. This- oh, I love, oh, Tiffany. I love Tiffany. Would the stage be in the, like, Lion King style? Uh, style? Like the... I was in the round. Thing? Yeah. I was actually thinking more of, uh, like, a traditional kind of, like, amphitheater, except the okay. stage is a giant TV set, and the curtain oh. is the MTV logo. Oh, work. And, you know, like, get the crowd in, 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 involved, and, like, everybody has to scream, you know, I want my MTV, and that's how the curtain mm-hmm. rises, and then suddenly it's this high energy lighting effects and song and dance and dark acts show and i just think it'd be really really fun i love it that mtv needs to be in an 80s park exactly i didn't even think about mtv yeah you're right see originally i was was, was like how how can i make mtv a roller coaster and i was like that's too close to rock and roller coaster so I completely took that idea out. And I was like, oh my gosh, the stage show, that works perfect. It's like, it's so simple, but like, you, you just can't go wrong with it. That's the thing. Like, it, it's like what mm-hmm. everyone thinks you're going to do, but like, you have to do it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's a decades park. It's built for the fun and nostalgia and to share moments with your kids. And MTV was a major television milestone. Mm-hmm. Um within the decade, so I feel like it had to be represented somehow. <laughs> okay, and that brings that would us to be our incredible. last... I, I, I think so. I think it'd be really fun. Um, but that takes us to our last section of this discussion, our food offerings for our 80s area of this uh, park that we are building. So, Timmy, what are your uh, food offerings or offering? Yeah, okay. So I once again had to go the horror route. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm predictable. Um, but immediately when I got to the end of this, I was like, I'm like, who am I missing? Who needs to be in here? And immediately it clicked and I literally wanted to like shove my head through a wall because I'm a dumbass. But I can't, you cannot do 80s without anything Evil Dead or Ash Williams. Like you just can't. Um, in my oh. head. So this would be a quick service. Um, that's uh grab and go at the front. It would be um I, I call it like the cabin in the woods. Um, because this was mm. the original cabin in the woods yeah. was Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and so that would be the entrance to it. And it would have um, uh, it would be set up where you can have like windows, kind of um, like that. There are certain areas like in Disney where like you can just um go up to these windows, or um, I guess the best example would be. Uh, the Bubble Me Man taco truck at Universal. Like, you can go... Well, that... Like, you, you have, like, windows where you can, like, buy stuff, but you also can go inside as well to order food. Um, so it, it would have, like... So, like, the There's windows would be on the here. sides, and then there would be an entrance, 
and inside like you would have like the different rooms like you would have the main room with like the basement door that would kind of like pop up every so often with a deadite underneath it Ooh, that'd be um, so creepy yeah and then there would be like a room it with um, my porn dog in peace. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be the like uh rainforest cafe but for horror movies um except it's all even dead because i i and so i probably would take some license and maybe throw in some Ash versus Evil Dead because I like some of that stuff a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and I still feel like it still kind of has an 80s kind of shtick to it, so it would work. Um, but like you, uh, I feel like I would kind of introduce an Ash Williams walk around character because we know that would be like so much fun. Like, just imagine him, like, walking, like, his entrance would be groovy. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, I, I want that. Um, like, there'd be a room for, like, the Necronomicon Ex Mortis would be in there. Um, there would, uh, be the room, um, I mean, I know this is the main room, but I'd probably put it in another room. It's, like, the, the moose heads that, like, that turn into deadites and start, like, cackling and stuff. Like, it, it would just kind of have, like little like things here and there maybe like kind of like some easter eggs from like other horror films in the 80s and it's like i, I if if i could make a park of just 80s horror films i would <laughs> and so that's what that's where this is coming from um but like you could um also like you would order out front and then you could go inside to eat type of deal um so like there'd be like a toppings bar and such um i, I guess like kind of a setup like um peco spill but except everything would be out front rather than um mm. inside necessarily mm -hmm. um so you i mean you also could like just do grab and go and like walk away and just be like i saw i saw the facade i don't need to go inside um <laughs> but uh i just think that would be like really fun and cute and different and yeah cute and satanic and adorable. yeah like like this would <laughs> this would be this would be situated in the the part the part of the park where the Freddy krueger coaster would be where the beetlejuice drop tower would be there would be Mm -hmm. um, so we would have we would have Ash, Freddy, and Beetlejuice all in one area. It would be great. I, I just want a dead eye like, mocking me. Like a little yeah. '80s horse part of the 1980s area. Yeah. Oh, for also, sure. it would, yeah. yeah also we have like a horror um, area, our toy area with like our show and our carousel and our dark and you know our dark thrill ride. That then like a movies area where like the John Hughes show would be and the great the '80s great movie, 80s ride, movie would be. ride. Yeah. It'd be like All the over there. Area, so we'd have like MTV show over there, and uh -huh. the the Falcor ride, and, and the Scrambler attraction would be near the um the um MTV uh, show that would be right over there. It would just it would it's it's already flowing together. I love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. And, um, I do want to mention this real quick. I know I, I it just popped it back in my head. So last week, um, Danielle came up um with an attraction. That was basically Buzz Lightyear Space Invaders spin kind of attraction, one of the shoot 'em up attractions, except it was Space Invaders. And oh. our idea was since arcades were such a big thing in the 80s, you can enter this attraction on the 70s side or the 80s side. Mm -hmm. And it exits oh. into an arcade, but the arcade is also separated. So if you entered on the 70s side, you have 70s arcade games. On one side, oh. and 80s are on the other. Oh, Matterhorn and that shit. Ooh. Uh -huh. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, we, I, I just wanted to mention that because, like, she basically has That's cool. a separate attraction for it. this area. It's almost yeah. like a transition area for the lands. 
Um, I just it's versatile. It's, it's she's versatile. very versatile. <laughs> <laughs> I just also, wanted- I. I- Oh, sorry. I just wanted to throw in that for um, that I actually thought about the food offerings for this place because Ash Williams is like Americana, like that's like his shtick. So like this would be like a burgers, fries, chicken fingers type of place. Just wanted to throw that in for the cabin in the woods. I know it's kind of like going back, but just wanted and to throw s'mores. that in there. Because woods and s'mores, yes, s'mores. obviously camping. Like Campfire. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it would be kind it. of like um those like cafes where you get like disco fries because I feel like. While that's like also kind of seventies, it's very eighties. Those type mm-hmm. of places, yeah. I don't know. I I feel like that that it would be that kind of food. I just want a I deadite love- mocking me while I eat my corn dog. <laughs> yes, that's we will have. Want. Yeah, it, there will be walk around deadites and a walk around Ashley Slashy. <laughs> I love it. That's all I want. <laughs> um. <laughs> Christian, that takes us over to you. What's your food offering for our 80s section? Okay, my food offering is a Golden Girls themed restaurant. <laughs> no, because that was mine too. No. Oh. <laughs> oh my okay, God. it's okay, it's okay. We'll collaborate. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I found um, the gays. I found them. Look, you get three gays on a podcast and you talk about 80s. There's going to be Golden Girls. Like, Golden uh, Girls reference, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I thought of them, but I immediately was like, I'm like, Someone else is gonna take it. It's gonna be brought up somehow. <laughs> so I was like, I need we'll to think elsewhere. <laughs> well, this is gonna be a full service table service restaurant featuring yes, exactly. Italian food, of course, Scandinavian food, and Southern food, representing all the girls there. Yes. Okay. Every, so every food item is served in giant B. Arthur shoulder pads. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> the furniture is wicker. Of course. Um, and of course, there's themed dining room. So the main dining hall is going to be the living room. Uh, there's the lanai. I was just going to say, it has to, there has to be the lanai. Of course. And then there's Blanche's room, which is kind of like, I would, I know it wasn't much in the show, but like, I would totally go all in on like the, the tropical theme, Miami aesthetic yeah. you know for her room and maybe a little bit of like S&M kinky stuff even though I know that wasn't really part of her decor on the show but you know <laughs> she's a hoe. Um, it's like a hidden easter egg yeah yeah like look under the bed to find it yeah exactly exactly and then you know Dorothy's room Rose's room and Sophia's room and the um, kitchen and of course the kitchen yeah. Um, for dessert, it's every cheesecake imaginable. I was like, it has to be cheesecake. Please. There has to be cheesecake. And maybe some, like, St. Olaf specialties. Like, some, like, probably, like, off-the-wall stuff. Some Farfug like, Nugan or whatever. Candy, yeah, candy hair Farfug Nugan. Oh stuff my like God. that. <laughs> and then the lounge. Cause it ha- there has to be an attached lounge somewhere. And I was thinking it could be like where the the lanai is. It could be like a lanai lounge, also. But the lanai be, lounge. But also, like on the other side, it could be the rusty anchor, which is where uh, that was Blanche's favorite uh, pickup bar. <gasps> you know what else could be a part of this? What's that? We could have a room that is like somewhat separate. But it could be the Golden Palace, which is the spin-off series of Golden Girls. Oh, I forgot oh. about that one. 
the whole series on YouTube, by the way, for anybody who wants to watch it. It's oh wow. I think it, I think it's just as good as the show, the original. Um, and Don Judah was in it. Uh, oh yeah, he was. Wait, who was in it? Don Don Judah. Oh, Don Cheadle. Oh, oh my God, I, I I couldn't understand. You said so fast. Oh, <laughs> oh, I I know he was on like the original, like as like a one-off type of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's in the the spinoff called The Golden Palace, where uh, Blanche and Sophia and Rose buy a hotel by accident. <laughs> I love that for them. It's yeah. great. So that would be my restaurant, eighties theme park restaurant. I, I love it. Sponsored um, by Truly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Thank since I also had the same <laughs> idea of a Golden Girls restaurant, we're gonna skip that. Um, and we'll just say we collaborated. That's how that one worked. Um, but then my last one was a quick service, and it it was one of those things of like. So for the 70s area, we we kind of had some pretty highly like themed area like restaurants. And not everybody kind of wants that. So I was thinking, what could be something really fast, but still like fun themed and very 80s? And I was thinking almost kind of like a food court style deal. Um, and uh, it would be called Snack Attack. And basically you could get, um, you know, your food court style food you know your hot dog on a stick and your um pretzels and uh you know your chicken tenders and like all that stuff but you know i'd have that very 80s mall feel Mm -hmm. um with neon lights and um the starcourt mall (laughs) yes starcourt mall um with less demogorgons i mean um what what is uh Oh my god, I'm blanking because I didn't like season three. <laughs> I haven't watched it, so I can't say it. I didn't I am, even watch season I, two. It is, it is my least favorite. My favorite is season two, which everyone hates. And so I'm I'm just <laughs> yeah. I'm controversy. Uh, you are controversy. Oh my goodness. I mean, well, yeah, there's some off the wall things in season three. I will give you that. It, it's about the aesthetic. That's the thing. It's less about the story and it's more about the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's why I I love it, but I also like I I wish we would go back to like these really strong story arcs that we got in the first two seasons. Cool. Uh, yeah. Off topic. Yeah, Anyways, to back to the one. actual. <laughs> but yeah. controversy tonight. <laughs> I mean, yeah. have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that that would be snack attack. Um, and I just I like rhyming words. I like alliteration. I know that's not <laughs> alliteration, but like it's it's rhyming enough. And so I just think it'd be fun to have like a little quick service place. It's not like too detailed or anything because sometimes you're like I just really want a corn dog and I just want to sit down <laughs> and I don't need everything with it. And so that that was my uh, food offering. Um, and that actually brings us to the end of our 1980s section of the park. Woo! Which is... Yay. yay! That's so exciting. I think we have made a fantastic section of the park. And I can't wait to see what just comes out of these next two sections. Because so far, the 70s and 80s sections are way beyond exceeding my expectations of what what, what I kind of thought this park would 
come out to be. Um, I already want to be on the mom's panel if there is one for this park. Oh, there will be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I would love it. Mom's panel time. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, it. girls. Does Disney still do that? The mom's panel, or is that done? I don't even know. I haven't. Well, I mean, it's been a weird time, so I yeah. doubt they've done it in like the past two years because I'm pretty sure 2020 it kind of ended before they could even like start that. <laughs> and then this year, they're probably like, maybe we won't do that um, because we have we're, we're this is temporary what we're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably just like on hold. Yeah, <laughs> but before we go. It's time for plugs. So, Timmy, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Sure. So, um, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter um, under the same ad. It's Queen Timothy I. That's Queen spelled K-W-E-E-N because I'm not like other girls. Um, I'm most active on Twitter. So, if you want messiness, that's where you find it. Um, (laughs) uh, Oh, my God. Um, I, I try to post on um, TikTok and Instagram as much as I can, hopefully with Halloween Horror Nights coming up and possibly moving back to Florida, fingers crossed, fingers knock on crossed. wood, please, um, get mm-hmm. me out of here. Um, hopefully <laughs> hopefully uh, I'll be back and be like my normal social media self again and like having photo shoots and shit. Um, but that's um for my personal. But um, as Scott mentioned earlier, I do have a podcast of my own in the Queen's Throne Room. Um, it's kind of an everything podcast. We cover theme parks just like this. We also cover cover movies. Um, we cover kind of like some deeper topics. We just had an episode where we talked about kind of representation in the podcast community in like regards to Pride Month. Like I, I did a whole Pride Month, so we talked about that. And I was um, on that episode. Like, th- yeah, Scott was on that episode. It was a good time. A really, really great, honest um, discussion. Um, I, again, HHN, horror movies, um, TV shows that like I'm really into, like comic books. I, it, It's whatever is piquing my interest at the time. So um, you can... Uh, stream that on any streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, any of the ones that you can think of, um, it's there. You can listen to it there. Um, I probably won't be coming out with another episode until August for my one-year anniversary, um, because that's coming up. But if you want um, to keep uh, up with updates on what's going on over there in the throne room, the bitchiest corner of the kingdom, that um, Twitter is at ITKTR podcast. It's just in the Queen's Throne Room abbreviated ITKTR and then podcasts. And yeah, so that's where you can find me. Fantastic. <laughs> and then, Christian, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no, well, just my personal Twitter. It's uh, Tarik78, T A R I H C 78. And Instagram, it's just at Tarik, which is also T A R. IHC and um, I'm back active on both you know Twitter it's mostly kind of Disney and theme park related um, Rainbow Mickey Towel thirst traps maybe and, <laughs> um, 
and then my Twitter or my uh, Instagram account is my personal one too. And uh, so you can follow me on those too. Um, mostly active on Twitter though lately. <laughs> Fantastic! I love it. Um, as for me, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Scott zero twenty one or look up Dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic ninety six and on TikTok at Dyslexic. I'm not super active right now because you know. We're just now being able to go back into real life and I'm spending some time doing real life things um, along with the podcast every week. Uh, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not taking a break from social media, but I'm not as active um, right now. So just heads up on that. But I do plan on making uh, more TikToks and um, Instagram posts and et cetera and so on. Um, but that's going to do it for us for this week and uh, this week's area of Dyslexic's Decade Park. If you like this episode, you can check out all of season one through three of Dyslexic and last episode, um, where we talked about our 1970s area. And you can find uh, season one and two of Ultimate Imagineer, which is my theme park design competition that Timmy was a part of, um, on all major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and so on. If you really, really like this episode, then you can share the show with your family and friends and give us a rating review on your favorite podcast platform. It would really help the show grow. I would love for that to happen. Thank you all once again for joining us. We can't wait to see you next week for the 1990s. And I hope you have an amazing week. Bye, everybody. Groovy. Bye. (laughs)